0: Welcome to Jess Williamson the podcast where we build businesses for life. Today's episode is a really, really special one. I got to hang out with my incredible client Marie while I was in Sydney, and Marie is a photographer and blogger in the food space. Her Instagram is at EatswithMarie and She was creating so much incredible success before we started working together, but since we have been, she has 4X'd her income, some of her prices are even six times, and she has halved her working time, she's having every Friday off, the Feel Good Fridays, and there has been so much shift and so many successes and wins that have come her way. So we are breaking down some of the mindset shifts, some of the tangible strategies, and there is so much goodness in this episode. So if you are enjoying the episode, make sure you screenshot, share it to your socials and tag me and also Marie at Eats with Marie. But let's get into the episode. Hi, Marie. Hello. I, I'm, this is like actually my first podcast in person so this is like is it yeah I have have done them like as a live but this is my first in person so
1: welcome to the podcast in real life yeah I'm so excited to be here thank you so much for having me oh
0: I was so excited when I booked my trip to Sydney I was like we've got to get this podcast on while we're in person it's just such a different vibe so yeah for sure well thanks for hanging out and I know you have so much wisdom to just share around on photography, building a business, earning a bunch of money and just like Building out that freedom as well. Yeah. So share with us who you are and a little bit about
1: what you've been able to create. So my name's Marie, otherwise known as Eats With Marie on Instagram. I am a commercial food, product, and restaurant photographer from Sydney. I also teach people the art of food photography online through my online course, Foodie2 Photographer. I also do a little bit of influencing slash food blogging without an actual blog on Instagram. So that's how a lot of people know me, but a lot has changed in my business in the last six to eight months since I started working with you as a client doing one-on-one coaching. So in that time when we first met each other, I was kind of at a stage with my business where I thought I was achieving a level of success That was pretty good. I was booked out all the time. I had a wait list. I was inundated with inquiries all the time. And I thought, this is amazing. I'm killing it. My ego was honestly loving it, but my body was not feeling great at that time. I was also feeling a lot of burnout and I was waking up every day, kind of really not looking forward to shoots, even though I knew that I loved Food photography. So when we met each other, we kind of worked on that. And in the last six, to eight months, I've been able to increase my prices a few times because it was a bit of a process. I had to undergo a lot of mental blocks and things like that in order to make those changes. But now I have been able to four times my income, six times even for certain services. And I have built so much freedom into my schedule where I'm working four days a week max. That's two days of shooting a week max. The rest of the time for admin and those other things that I never scheduled time for. Fridays off, and I have really just found my passion again for what I do, which is the best part of all of this because it really is such a dream for me to be able to wake up in the morning, decide what I'm doing with my schedule, and really just love what I do and give 150% for myself and my clients. So that has been the biggest thing for me in the last year. But being able to learn about business and put in all of those business practices has been really life-changing in the yes. last yeah it's been bit.
0: so so awesome because when we first started working together you're like Jess I'm just a bit burnt out I'm doing all these jobs like I'm booking and making like a bunch of money and I think that's always the goal when people start out in business right it's like okay I'm going from zero to let's make some money but then we hit a new level and then it's like okay I'm capped either at where I'm at or my body is just gonna shut mm. down and like I'm not gonna be able to do this anymore but yeah. also being in such a creative space doing back to back to back shoots and not having that space to Mm.
1: reignite the creativity it's going to be pretty challenging as well yeah and I remember when I first came to you I was like I want to scale my business and I want to do it in a different direction that's not just taking on more clients and doing more shoots because now that I reflect on that I was kind of at a point where I was desperate for change Mm. and I thought that meant not doing so much photography anymore yeah. because I wasn't enjoying it so, so resentment builds yeah. up yeah and I
0: I remember specifically asking you this question because you were like Jess I want to just get rid of this service that service i just yeah. don't want to do it and I said to you if you got paid 10x what you currently get would you enjoy it and you were like oh yeah I do actually love doing that yeah. and I think so many people build this resentment and it's like we want to just run the other way mm. but usually it's often not the offering or the thing it's the income sometimes yeah. it is the thing but it's like actually if you were getting paid the right amount or the amount that you want for it, it's now all of a sudden fun again because you have the space
1: to do it. Definitely. And I'm so grateful that you did kind of encourage me to still scale that side of the business because if I didn't have that now and I'd kind of gone in a different direction, I would definitely be missing out on a big part of my business that fuels my creativity and my passion and really gives me energy to devote to other tasks as well so I always like
0: to check because I think it could be so easy you're like Jess I want to stop doing that and I want to do this I could have been like great let's do that because like we can do that. But mm. I think the most important thing for everyone to check in with is if you're wanting to change up your business or scale or grow, come back to what you actually love. And then we figure out the price. We figure out the, the structure and for the sure. the model from there. So I think that's really awesome. Take people through. So being a food, flo- food flogger, I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> photographer, <laughs> blogger, food influencer, what does that mean? For people who maybe aren't in that world, a lot of people I'm sure love food and creativity and things. So what are some of the fun, amazing projects you've got to work on?
1: Yeah. So there have been lots, I guess I started out being more of a, in quotation marks, blogger or influencer. So I was doing a lot of sponsored posts, going to a lot of fun events, creating content for brands, kind of with a social media heavy influence. So I would be creating content for a post not so much for the brand to use that Mm. content but I still do a little bit of that today but not so much of that anymore but now I do more food photography for commercial products as opposed to restaurants although I do still do a little bit of that because I think it's really nice to have the diversity and restaurants are kind of where photography started for me yeah so that is really fun to have so now I'm working on mainly like only- commercial projects so working with brands and food related products and we usually have a specific campaign so we style a set and then we take photos with their delicious products and we do creative stuff so one of my favorite clients that I work with is Soul Origin Mm. so you guys might recognize that they have I think it's something like over 160 different venues now across Australia so they're in food that's where you'll find them and they really promote fresh fast foods Mm -hmm. so salads and lots of fresh healthy things and I love working with them just because they allow me to be really creative we work on lots of different fun projects like recently we worked on a easter campaign which I can't say what the exact product (laughs) is but it was really fun and pink and chocolatey and just getting to be really creative by styling a scene from scratch is really fun fun, taking into account what will show off their product best, but also bringing their brand and their vision to life is a lot of fun. So yeah, that's one of my favorite ongoing clients that I work with.
0: So things have moved really, really fast for you. I think it was like in the first three months of working together, you increased your price. And then one week later, you're like redigging them again. And within the first three months, you'd 4X to 6X your pricing and income and things. So that moved really, really fast. Once you were like, I'm all in, I need something to change. What do you feel like was the biggest key factor in having that shift? Because obviously there's so many things like mindset blocks or just being like, oh, people actually charge that or how do I actually scale? It sounds Wild And you're charging one of the highest prices in the space. Mm. So there's so many blocks that can come up. What do you feel like was the biggest shift
1: for you that allowed that fast growth? Because it's not always as easy as just doing. It's definitely not as easy as doing. And I think although at the end of the day, it does come down to just making a decision to do Mm. it. It's definitely not as easy as that. I think for me, an exercise that we kind of did together, I did a little bit of market research around what other people are charging Mm -hmm. because I think in my mind I was coming up with all of these excuses which I now understand were narratives that I've just made up Mm -hmm. for example an excuse that I always had was hospitality clients don't have that kind of budget I'm already charging an amount that I thought was relatively high that's why I can't Mm -hmm. raise my prices a friend of mine actually just
0: said to me she does a little bit of photography as well and she used to own a restaurant she said to me Jess I've decided to niche beauty because people in hospitality don't have money and I was just sitting there I mean she's not my client otherwise I would have told her yeah (laughs)
1: no but like you've just made it happen yeah yeah for sure and I think doing things like a little bit of market research around pricing while also working on my mindset and my Mm -hmm. confidence in my work really kind of gave me permission to increase my prices because I both tangibly saw that hey, if there are other photographers charging way more for hospitality photography, that must mean that there are clients that are willing Mm -hmm. to pay that amount. But also really working on my confidence in my skills and abilities to just give me the green light to try. I've always had the mindset that if I try and fail, it'll be okay. So I think coming to you as well, you kind of gave me permission to just go for it Mm. and kind of look let go of those blocks and fears because realistically what is the worst that can happen so after that market research and just making the decision to go Mm -hmm. for it I realized that a lot of my hospitality clients were really not kicking back as well so doing it kind of in stages helped as well because Mm -hmm. definitely if I had told myself last year you're gonna four times your prices I would have laughed in my face and been like that is crazy and that's a one-way Ticket to losing all of my clients. So that's why I couldn't do it in one jump, doing it in little stages, gaining a little bit of confidence and seeing that my clients do see the value in me. And I have created this collaborative relationship between us. I've sold my value to them and they value me as a service provider. So good. has
0: been really great. Yeah. And I think a lot of people wait until they feel confident before they share the price or send the proposal. But it's like, because you did it and did it in stages, I think when people increase their prices... They either don't do it or they go so high that it puts your nervous system in this crazy dysregulation. Yeah. And then you self-sabotage the max, mm. like don't send out proposals for two weeks or like write it in a way where someone's definitely going to say no, but yeah. you did it in such a great way. And by just doing, and then no one died, nothing bad happened. It shows you the instant proof. And yeah. then I think it was just the other week you said to me, Jess, I don't even have an issue like sending off a 25K quote anymore, like not even an ounce of you. Yeah. Yeah. felt like, what if they say no? Cause you were just yeah. so grounded and confident in where you're at. And yeah. I
1: really think it's because you just took action. Yeah. And we did do the price increases in stages, but that's not to say they were like little steps. Oh, no. they, <laughs> each time was a scary amount, but it's pretty amazing yeah. that now I'm definitely, I have the confidence <laughs> to raise my prices to whatever, just because I am very secure in the fact that if they say no, then that's okay because that collaboration or mm. this project was maybe not right for both yeah. of us at this time and that's fine. It then opens up space for another client mm. which is potentially going to work better for the both of us. Yeah. So, Okay, so you've just had such an incredible journey and I know that you were telling us
0: last night at dinner you've only picked up your first camera in like 2019. So yep. things can move fast and One of the biggest narratives that I think is going around online these days is, unless you're a coach, you can't make money or unless you're, you know, an education provider, you can't have freedom. And I think you are the perfect example of that because you're doing the photography, you're doing the things you're getting to do what you love. Mm -hmm. And now you've got your incredible course as well, but your photography is bringing in like the chunk of the income still, Mm -hmm. and you're still getting all those jobs. So if anyone is currently maybe more of a service provider or feeling like they're stuck in that hustle, or I just need more clients, what would your advice be? be. Honestly, just do it.
1: Just follow your energy. I feel like now the way that I navigate life through business, through every aspect of my life is I follow my energy and how I'm feeling because When I discovered photography, I just knew that it felt really right and it was my thing and that's Mm -hmm. what I looked forward to and that's what really got me excited. So that's kind of why I just dove straight in and said goodbye to my HR (laughs) job and I think any time that I've kind of followed my energy in life, I've always come to a place where I'm really happy with. Like Jess mentioned, I did buy my first interchangeable lens camera. It was December 2018 which in the grand scheme of things is not that long ago and I definitely had to deal with a lot of mindset stuff because sometimes when people ask me how long I've been doing this and I say however many years I know a lot of people are thinking well that's not that long Mm -hmm. and that kind of comes from a thought that you have to put in the hours and the years in order to be good at something yeah or to be respected in an industry, which I think for some industries, obviously putting in the experience and the years is more important than others. But when it comes to chasing your passions and doing things that really light you up, you really just have to make a decision to follow that because when you sit on procrastination and you sit on, should I do this or this, yeah, this or that, that can make things much more yeah. scary. And I think there's two main things that I think are really, really key is
0: firstly, you've got to have a desire for it to happen, a desire or a vision on what you want. But then secondly, you have to have at least a glimmer of self belief that it could happen for you. Because I mean, if you didn't firstly decide, I want a different way. And secondly, I believe it could happen for me, maybe not exactly clear on the how, but you can find someone who does know the how or figure it out. Having those two things, the rest of it just falls into place. For sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. And the skill, I think, or the ability to ask for help and Mm. seek help in those areas where maybe you aren't so confident, but knowing what my strengths and weaknesses are. And then reaching out to someone that can kind of help fill those gaps yep. a little bit, I think is really valuable. That's why I love it when bloggers or photographers that are just starting out reach out to me and ask for advice. Because yeah. I think there are so many people out there that are willing to share. So it takes guts. Yeah, it does. I mean, I used to just
0: come to Sydney on like the red eye flight, have back to back meetings for just All of these people, because I was like, they have knowledge that I don't have. And let me just find all the people that know things. So I think it takes guts, but it's also not as hard as people make it either. (laughs)
1: Definitely. (laughs) To do that. Yeah. And there are always people that are Mm going to be a little bit closed off, not willing to help, but there are so many people out Mm -hmm. there that are willing to share their knowledge and share their experiences. So Mm. yeah, if you're ever concerned about taking that next step, I think reaching out to people that have done it Mm -hmm. reaching out to a few people can be a really amazing way to give yourself the green light Uh to take some action and do what you really want to do with your life yeah for sure okay so to round up I kind of
0: want to just leave one big juicy nugget from if anyone's thinking of increasing their price or just wanting to increase their income what would be either like one tangible thing or even a
1: mindset thing that you feel like would be one thing they could take away today I think This is kind of both a tangible and a mindset thing, but I think. The one thing that's generally holding a lot of people back from increasing their prices is confidence in their abilities. Because if we had unshakable confidence in our abilities, then we would be like, hell yeah, I'm going to increase my prices and everyone's going to understand why. So I usually encourage people to seek confidence or gain confidence in their abilities by looking at things that are not so much external and out of our control, which is what generally I find most people look to when it comes to confirming their abilities. So for example, I know a lot of people, including students that were in my course that have said to me that once they increase their reach or the number of followers they have, or the likes that they get on their Instagram posts, that's what tells them that they're good at their job. And that's what tells them that they're improving and they're growing. But at the end of the day, the Instagram algorithm has affected us all and it's out of our control so I definitely recommend that people look to things that are either a little bit more internal or things that can actually be in their control and allow them to make changes and improvements in their work for example reaching out to people that in this example of food other photographers or other bloggers in the space and asking for feedback on their work and then putting that feedback into action or critically analyzing their own work not being too hard on yourself Yeah. because I've definitely been in that trap of telling myself that I'm not good enough mm. and then just being stuck in that place yeah. so once I allowed myself to look at my work look at what I do and I don't like about certain things and then putting that into practice so mm. that I'm always progressing and I'm always improving so yeah, yeah find find confidence in your abilities whatever that really takes um, but make sure that it is in your control
0: yeah so, where can people find you, hang out, get
1: some more of your wisdom? Yeah, so my main platform is Eats With Marie on Instagram, where I share everything about my life as a photographer in Sydney, food reviews, restaurant views, because That's what I love to do in my spare time as well. So get prepared to get hungry. (laughs) Absolutely. I've done my job. If you're feeling hungry, looking at my feed. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Amazing. And if there are perhaps any photographers who are just really wanting to level up their game, I know you've got your incredible course for you to photographers. So I'll put the links for that in the show notes and you've got your masterclass in there as well. So I'll put all of that and people can find you and hang out. Amazing. Sounds good. Thanks, Marie. Thank you.